Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Flats and Shanks podcast. Um, I'm back. I'm back from vacation. You had a little calling mini vacation vaca- now. You had a little mini vacation as well, didn't you? You calling it vacation? Well, I've just emailed one of the guys in Enterprise Cars to say thank you for hosting us at Wentworth, and he's American, so I added sorry for the late reply. I've been on a little mini vacation. <laughs> oh God! Taught their language. Um. I once Googled, I've got a mate who, whenever he talks to anyone from a different place, adopts their accent and not as a joke. Yeah. And years ago, and I Googled it and it was basically a psychologist were talking about it. And it basically says this person is very accommodating. You're trying to accommodate someone, make make people feel comfortable in your presence by adopting unconsciously um, adopting their accent. I need to because look at, look at the state of me, mate. Yeah. I'm a night walker. Yeah. In Game of Thrones, so. So you've been on vacation. Um, oh, yeah. So you, you're a rugby man. You're a rugby Former. man through and through. Former. So where did you go? Um, went to the most expensive place I could find, basically. Just throwing my money away. I went to Dubai, okay? Of course you did, okay. And it was yep. super hot. How hot? 40 degrees. No. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, that's mad. Yeah, but I'm crazy, mate. You know me. You've always said that. Do you like that heat? Um, Well, when there's a nice breeze, I do. Was there a nice breeze? Sometimes. I also quite like going into the aircon area, so it's it's a bit bit like hot and cold therapy. I don't, yeah. I don't want to know what you spent on this mini vacation. It's micro vacation, but you've spent that to. to go somewhere where you don't like the heat, so you can go and sit in air. Oh, flats! No, it was lovely. It was all lovely. right, all right, all right. It was lovely. The hotel was brilliant. Um, 
I paid a little bit extra for club access or a club room, I think it was called. And they had free breakfast. Well, not free breakfast. You pay for breakfast in there. It's provided in there. Drinks are provided in there. Snacks are provided in there. And they had alcoholic drinks that were free between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. Well, you, you paid for access. So they weren't free. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. They were included in it. I should say, okay. Um, so you tucked in, and, and I saw that you were on holiday. You weren't alone. You went with James Bond on his surfboard. <laughs> I can't tell everyone that. about that because <laughs> I, I got those videos, mate. I was dying when I saw those. <laughs> well, first off, we we had wine club every um, every day, five pm till seven pm. We just smashed as much as we could of uh, Sauvignon Blanc uh, for a two hour period. <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah, the the hotel we stayed at had some water sports, it's had a little pontoon and a little pier and it had boats and it had these things called e foils, I think they were, where you sort of got a surfboard and you come out of the water. But that that had to have a fifteen minute course. So I went on another one which was like a surfboard but it had a jet on it. And you can go on your stomach and then you get onto your knees and you can strap your feet in, basically. So yeah. went on that, and you've got a little handle at the front that you pull on, and you can just scream across the top of the water. And the guy said to me, are you going to wear your sunglasses on there? I was like, yeah, mate, definitely. He said, I wouldn't. I went, look, they're really, they're sports glasses. Um, <laughs> Wrap around, it's plastic. <laughs> he said, cricketers wear them in a slips, don't they? I was like, oh, don't worry you about that. You get the white mate. sunscreen on your nose. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I'll be fine, mate. Look, they're really... Secure my face. Anyway, I was pretty good at it. Stood up straight away and bombing along. I just KO'd myself. Glasses gone. Straight away. Brilliant. Straight away. I spent like a minute looking for him and then yeah. realized that the little surfboard had drifted about 50 meters. So I had to do yeah. full on front crawl to pick it up. Um, oh, no. But my mate Bubs couldn't do it properly. So I called him in and gave him. Um, a big surfboard it's like a long board with a little Zimmer frame on top which was electric and went about two miles per hour so you had a little go on that oh, I was going to say because just for the listeners Shank sent me a video of Bubs who's not a small unit on his surfboard with a handle on it <laughs> and it's a handle at the front like bar, like um, handlebars on a bike and he's sticking up from the front of a surfboard he's standing on it's- it and he's got his big life jacket on, and he must be doing and a helmet, a knot, and a helmet. You got a helmet, a crash helmet. I said, "Where are you going, mate? Bomb, dis- bomb diffusal." He, <laughs> but it, he cannot have been going one, two knots, no, one knot. No, he went there for people that either want to put small babies on there, a little baby carrier, or dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he was just he's a bit like a St. Bernard, there. though, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it were, but but Shank sent me the videos and he put the James Bond music to it. Then the Live and Let Die music. Oh, was, oh and he's like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> you've got to put them on. Like, I, I might do. I might do after this. I just I'll give him a little break. For a little bit. It, the, the speed and the music are funny, but the best, the funniest bit is the crash helmet. I know, I know. Doesn't didn't it, need it, but had it on for the first one we went on, and then just kept it on. Yeah, very because good. you know safety is the most important thing when you're on. Extreme, dangerous water sport rides. Well, it's player welfare, isn't it? Mm. It's player welfare, Tommy. Um, but you, so you had a nice time. That's this. That's Great time, mate. This. Great time. Uh, managed to watch. Uh, what what game we watch? Munster, Toulouse, 
We had a little sports bar in the hotel. And myself and Bubs were there watching. We watched it in French on Being Sports. Couldn't find okay. any English channels. So. so he was doing that yes, really, or someone? Well, I assume so, but I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. They were going mad. They, were, they probably get excited. Yeah. The French commentator. So watched it in there. Um, and just did the, the standard stuff. You do in dupes. Went and saw the fountains. Had a bit of food. Went to a Lebanese place. It was delicious. Sent you a photo of all the food. Oh, man. It was amazing. Had a club oh, sandwich, that, oh, that's as I always do. Club sandwich and a burger, was it? Yeah. with um, no, It was just club sandwich. They don't do pork out there. That's probably why you never go. So you've got to have <laughs> turkey bacon or beef bacon. I'm not going there. <laughs> that's what I thought. I don't like going there. Bacon like. without four, you know, for four days. No bacon. No. Oh, thank you, mate. Oh, I got some bacon the other day. We'll, we'll come back to your holiday. I went to see my mate Bod, um, who's got a company called Vale House Kitchen, and they yes. do they basically do like you know butchering courses, and they do kill it, cook it, eat it. They do foraging, fishing, like cool stuff. And I just went to his morning for coffee and a bacon sarnie, mm-hmm. and the bacon. I was like, oh my! God. I said, mate, what is this bacon? This is unbelievable. And it's from his own pigs. And he says, here you go. Here's a big, here's a lump of it. You can take it home. And I, I basically haven't eaten it yet because like I can't, I don't want it to go. I don't want it to disappear. Oh, no. Oh, mate. He's cured it in something. I don't know what it is. I had bacon but, last oh night. Oh, my God. There's some open in the fridge from Field and Flowers. I thought, oh, I'll finish that off. Yeah, Thank bang it. very much. Um, anyway, that was a holiday, nice time. That's That great. was a holiday. That was the holiday. Enjoyed um, it. Did you nice just, break away. Did you just leave the, send the kids to finishing school in Switzerland? Did you? Where were they? No. Well, we all drove down to the airport in Heathrow. And... Yeah. Parked up in short term because it's yeah. closer. Um, wound yeah. down the window, left them there. They're fine. They're, as long as they've got food, they are okay, aren't they? Well, they didn't have food, but they had water because you can survive for about six or seven days with water. So, will the the really super jacked up guy on SAS who dares wins? I've only just started watching this series of the American guy mm. who straightens his hair. Pretty, pretty confident is a cartoon character. He said. A uh, human being can survive for three weeks without food, but in the desert, you can't survive without water for three days. Um, he said that. So that means I could not eat for three weeks and I'd be all right. Yeah. So I might, I might just do that. Big, yeah. I might just do that. I think, I think, um, I think have you seen it? He's you. an interesting cat, isn't he? Yeah, I've seen a couple of episodes. Some of time, mate, been watching. Um, Same, yeah. The Last Kingdom. Just loving it. Oh, yeah, with Jack Noel. That's right. You mm. told me. Mm. It's good that uh, it's not Game of Thrones, but different era. It's all right, and yeah, it is. Yeah, and um, that's true. True story. SAS Who Dares Wins. A couple of uh, there's a lady from Bath on it. Mm. Um, finally, yeah. So, but that it's it's good. Obviously, Foxy's the man, and Billy's they're the men, and that they're great. But the new host, the new Aunt Middleton, is Aunt Middleton eight point Um, he is jacked up. In a serious way. Who would win in a fight, do you reckon, between him and Ant Middleton? He was a sniper, wasn't he? Sniper. Mm. U.S. Marine Corps. Special Forces. In a world Um, that no one belongs to. In a world where nobody lives. Um, I think Ant Middleton. Because I think Ant... No, because he does martial arts, doesn't he? He shadow boxes in in the nude. Mm. Well, he he does shadow boxing in his pants in front of the camera. So he must be really he, good. He's a martial artist. That's right. He'd is win. that where James Haskell got it from? Do you think? Yes. Yeah, because I saw him training I think the other it must day, be. 
and I saw him doing a bit of shadow. But he had his t-shirt on, didn't he, Hask? Did he? For once, yeah. Oh. I didn't. You know, he might not have done. And then Gen- Genji actually, Genji actually replied to it when because there were three, there were three clips of him, and the third one was him shadow boxing in front of a mirror. And Genji said, "That's really cool, mate. How'd you get the video to go slow mo like that?" <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So, my mate Roger Harry from Circle IT, when I sent him the video above, said, why is he in slow-mo? Yeah, yeah. Super slow-mo, not so super. Um, yeah, the, the is it Rudy Rains? Is that his name? That's Rudy Rains. Yeah. Just Googled oh, it. Rudy well done, boy. So we're watching it, and I I said to Farrah, I was like, just Google it. See on Instagram, see if he's on there. And she's like, 30 seconds later, she's like, oh my God, he's here. And... It's every bit as amazing as you hoped it might be, this Instagram. He's got one montage of him in like big workman's boots and a pair of little pants, oiled up, doing drills with, you know, the big sledgehammer drills where you roll it around like it's a sword behind your head and stuff. And it's like, ooh, it's like, mate, this is, I mean, he's 50 years old. He's obviously in amazing condition and all that stuff. But I'm going to say this... I've seen two episodes. I think I've seen two. Yeah. I'm going to say this now. Foxy is not 50 yet. I mean, he's 49 and a half. Don't know how old he's not 50 yet. He's an amazing Nick. Yeah. Um, he's ex special forces. He's great looking rigged up Mm. all that stuff. If he came, if he arrived in Bath and came for dinner at my house, it'd be great. Be a really good night. I'd look forward to that. If Rudy rains came for dinner, I'm not sure it would be quite as much fun. That's my point. Mm, don't know because I I don't know how I don't know how much that guy could relax maybe if you didn't finish your plate he might make you get down and give him 10 be dead you son of a bitch places I've been things I've seen <laughs> it's like mate chill out seriously chill out and then some of the stuff it's like um, at one point I we, we both started laughing hysterically while we were watching it because I was like I get the whole bollocking thing and hammering people and you worthless piece of dirt all that stuff it's a bit Emerit like whenever I watch Navy SEAL stuff and read those books, they they seem to do it in they sort of turbocharge the yeah. belittling of the troops. I yeah. mean, but I'm sure we do it too. But it's always a bit like. And at one point, he you was just shouting nor, normal, yeah, normal conversation, normal instructions, but he was shrieking them for no reason. It was like it was, it was almost like um, it, I can't remember what it was, but it, it was like, "Is everybody drinking water? Drink your water now! Drink it now!" And it was like. Yeah, oh, we I'd are. Love you to be on there. It's like, yeah, we are drinking it now. I don't understand why you're shack. It's like he's been he's been tuned to just trained to just shriek everything. And it's like one point he's like, "What time is it? It's two thirty. It's like, yeah, okay, just say the time, mate. It's almost. It, I want you to, to go the point, on there now. It was to the point to of like he's a caricature by the end, and I was like, "This is actually, I, I love it, and I'm going to watch it all." But I want Foxy to lead it because he's the guy. I want you to go on there, and I want you to call him out. And saying exactly what you're saying now, I'm drinking it to his face. I am drinking it. I've just only asked you the time. There's no need to shout, and then square (laughs) up to him. It'd be great, wouldn't it? And then watch like director come running in. It's like when Tony Belly went on the celebrity one. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't want to touch him, did they? (laughs) Shout him all you want. If you touch him, he'll knock your head off your shoulders. Yeah, just yeah, you've got to be a little bit careful. And you're a bit like someone. That. I've seen you go a few times. <laughs> I've seen you turn. Someone cuts you up on the road. Oh, yeah, I'm mad. 
I'm blooming mad when that happens. Your coffee comes out cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can be, I, you know, I, st- I stick up for myself. That's all I'll say. I'm not like, I'm not like you. Let's roll over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I haven't really been on holiday, so don't even ask me if I've been on holiday because I haven't. I watched a really good film on the, the, the plane, but I can't remember what it was called now. That like, good? Yeah, it was. I, I didn't mean to. I, I just turned it on. I hadn't seen it before, um, so I'm gonna have to fill this while I Google it now. Judas oh and the God. Black Messiah. Oh God, it sounds a bit heavy. It was good. I, so what I do, I'm, I have a look at the films um, before we take off, and I Google them really quickly to see what they're um, about. It's about the Black Panther Party, like during the 70s in yeah. America. Um, and um, Fred Hampton, who's who leads it, and about his role with it and how the FBI want to shut him down. Really good, true story. Great. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. okay. Good stuff. Um, so when that comes out, make sure you get into it. True story. Um, so yeah, okay. Aliens come down and abduct him and take him away. So Believable. <laughs> of course they do. Um, what about your I mini tour? Where did you go? I went to Toulon. Yep. It wasn't much of a tour. It was a lot of queuing in airports, um, a oh, lot of no. time in taxis. I hate that. Uh, I'm not going to, I don't want to make this pod political, but the bloody passport queues now, mate, when you go to Europe are painful. Mm. It, in fairness, I think blaming it solely on Brexit would probably be a bit ignorant because there were only two people working at Marseille Airport on passport control and. Oh man! It's like no matter how many you know, you've only got two people working there. It's going to yep. take an hour anyway. But it t- it took fifty something minutes. Mm. Um, That's like immigration in the US, mate. That's you know. Yeah, but you're going like, into too long. Painful. painful, and then we got back to Heathrow. Mm. Painful. It's really? Half an hour. Just numbers. It's just numbers. Mm. You haven't got a just smart n- passport. You go through a smart gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all it's all automated. But there were just so many people arrived. Yeah. I also thought. Like, I'm an amazing walker at airports. You've seen how I walk at airports. I get the job done, don't I? Yeah, well, no one um, can pass you. Yeah, exactly. It, which means, which is important because you get to the queue first, but yeah. you don't get overtaken just for the queue. I can imagine you with the Grand Prix music on with your ear pods in your ear, just walking. Yeah. It's top gear music for me. But but we got, it just, yeah, it was so slow. So it's just like, do you know what? It's a bit like, ugh. But I'm going back there on Saturday and I'm going back to Toulon for, a, for two long nice. at the weekend. It's not nice waiting um, in passport control, but more so than that, I absolutely hate going through airport security and I'm just waiting for people to empty their pockets, to empty their bags. Um, you've got drink in there, you can't take water through. Oh, sorry. Oh, you've got makeup in there or you've got something else there. You've got mouthwash in there. You can't take that through. You have to put it in the bag. No, your iPad's in there. You have to take that out. Uh, you've got your watch on. Can you go back through? You've got something in your pocket. You've got your wallet in your pocket. I yeah. cannot handle that. Just get your, it's sh- a surprise get your shit to ready. That they're at customs. Yeah, get your shit ready. Put it out. Put it in a bag. Put it in your coat. Take your coat off. Then just yeah. Kills when me. they finally get there to the front of the queue, and it's a shock that they're yeah. at the front of the queue. Now, Did you now, not realise what you were queuing for? Yeah, and now they have. Now they start to get ready. It's like when you're at traffic lights. You know, you have got to preempt when you're going to go. Don't just wait till it goes red, amber, green, and then decide to put it in gear and drive off, and only three cars get through. Focus, that's what I would say. 
Um, it's 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 focus, but it's also it bloody annoys me. Consider other people, like you're slowing everyone down, mm. and just just get yeah get it together. Anyway, let, let's bring us back up. How was Sherry, mate? Yeah, really good. So I met up with Andy Sheridan. I forgot to invite Simon Shaw. All right, which Scrivs pointed out, which Shawsy pointed out on on Instagram. Apologies, okay. um, but he he was in the front row. Shawsy, if you're listening. Let's have a petty cafe this this Saturday afternoon in Toulon. Sure, let's do that. Did um, you both go through? I can imagine you both going through like your one rep maxes for squat, bench. We didn't. We PBs. didn't. Well, we, we did talk about training. Okay. Because Sherry trains most days, um, and people think of Sherry as being this big freak, and he is. Um, mm. But he's he's not kind of. He's not. Um, Doesn't have calves like you. Oh, he's got lovely calves. No, he's a huge guy. I mean, let's keep it real. But he's actually, he's very large, but he's in very good condition. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's lean and athletic and he runs a lot. And I can't, I can't stand the idea of that. He lives in the hills outside Toulon. And, mm. um, but no, we, we talked a bit about training because. Like in Commando, like Arnie in Commando. Yeah. We both enjoy it. But he enjoys it more than I do. Yeah. Um, you you enjoy, you're a griller, mate. You're a griller and a trainer, so you can't do, you can't really do both. Correct, correct. Something's um, got to give. He ordered the wine, and he said at the start of the night, "It's my shout tonight, flats." And I said, "No, no, no." He goes, well, "All right, I won't then." I said, "All right, go on then, go on then." It was a false protest. All right, fine. So we we got a lovely big bottle of rosé, couple of lovely bottles of red, finished on a bit of whiskey, cafe gourmands. He had calf's liver. I had oh. lovely steak, entrecot steak. We had. Iberico pork to start. It was proper, yeah. Gout. It was absolutely brilliant. Yep. Yeah, proper gout meal. I Loved ordered it. a I ordered a lovely bottle of wine. Well, I thought it was a lovely bottle of wine. Um, it was a Jacobs Creek in Dubai, and I said, "Look, I'll get this." It was seventy dirhams, which is about twenty pound. So I'll get this. Don't worry. Another bottle, please. Another. Anyway, the bill came at the end. I realised I sort of read the wine list wrong, and it was twenty quid a glass. Thanks very much. Okay. Let's put it on the room. Cheers. Put it on the room, it's free, isn't it? Yeah. I'll the um, end, that's the thing. I'll put it on the credit card and I'll pay it off over the next three years. So happy days. <laughs> <laughs> um I had a mate that I uh went to school with and um I did text him and say I'm gonna hammer you on the podcast and he Good. said, No, please don't. Um and he is I won't say his name, but he is um a a litigation lawyer I think he's right but he's a he's in the city and he basically takes his scooter to work but he's got you know a couple of Porsches as, as when he's buying a Ferrari and he doesn't drive them because he lives in the city mm. and um, I'm not judging because I'm so a divorced man but he's a divorced man um, but basically he's never at home he's just been on the piss with clients as far I, I, I think he's a banker he thinks he's a lawyer but anyway we have a bit of fun about it and he went on holiday with his, I would say, I, I like to call her his latest girlfriend. They've been together about eight years. Okay. Um, she's great. But they went on holiday and they obviously flew business or first class or had access to whatever lounge it was. Yep. And he just put a picture up and she they, they, they put a couple of pictures up of their holiday and it looked lovely. Um, and where did they go? Mexico or somewhere. But he's... Um, basically in the first class lounge it's just a picture of him and her and it's just you'd never know where they were because it's just a selfie basically of the two of them uh, but the it, the location on it is like 
blown right up and it says first class lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I, <nearly laughs> did. I was like, oh, you bellend. I was close you to doing all that. bellend. I, I said, we're all in the first class lounge, mate. I mean, we weren't. But it's like, come on, mate. Well done. Well done. It's, well, a, it's a little <laughs> a little display of wealth. A little display of wealth. Okay. I was going to do that. Um, I know I only put a couple of photos up on the Insta stories, but I was going to do loads of photos and kept tagging the hotel in. To make all out, of them to make out like I was getting it for free <laughs> all the boys text me asking me like oh is that freebie what's the deal can you get me on that <laughs> John Barkley one of them mate I've got this wicked outdoor kitchen like I've got and it's like as soon as I put a picture up or anything of it I'll do it people keep asking me weirdly if I could do a proper post of it so they can actually see what it is which yeah. is fine which I will do but as soon as I put anything up mate I got minimum three of the lads yeah, um, John Barkley's been good so far. He hasn't done it, yet, but it's like oh, I don't mind if he does it. But I got all the lads. I won't say their names because it's not fair. But they're all Welsh, and it's all basically. Can you? Oh, you got a deal on that? Do you get a deal? Get a deal. There's one player. This is, hasn't happened this time. Who plays uh, for Wales? Who I've obviously I've said hello to in passing and that sort of stuff. But I have never had a conversation with in my life. Never mm. done an interview. May have shaken his hand once in passing, right? Just watched him play and commentated on it. And I got a message out of the blue on social media. I hear you're the man to come to for Kamado Joe's punch, full stop. Oh. And I was like, what, what What? do I do with that? Well, like, you hello, how Al- are you? You reply to Alan Wynne Jones and say, you can afford yeah, not your own, mate. But I was just like, uh, I think I'll leave that because hmm. I'm, I, you know. I'm not. I actually. I'm not in a position to just ring someone at Kamado Joe and have them post grills to people. Believe it or not, um, but it was like, uh, okay, that's that's an odd one. It's that's, almost like seeing um, that's Finn Russell in a, see Finn Russell in his flash car and his soup, like his mega money watch or something on Instagram. Which I love that post and just sending a message out of the blue saying, "Hi, I hear you're the man to come to." Not even hi. I hear you're the man to come to for supercars. Because he's got one, he can get me one. I don't know. You feel a bit used, a bit dirty. No, I don't mind, but I'm not doing it. (laughs) Yeah, don't even reply. Um, But you didn't. I didn't. But you're doing it. You didn't. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't. Could be asked. Yeah, you're right, mate. Takes so much effort sometimes to do like proper Insta posts or little reels. I just, I've got time, mate. Rather smash. I'd rather smash into the Heineken. I did, but I, yeah, correct. And I did a, I did a post with with Sherry and me in that restaurant in Toulon on Saturday night. And even then, even Sherry, I thought, you know what, I'm not going to do a post on this because I, you know, I we we all do. We we're not a lot, not everyone, but people like us, we share quite a lot of stuff on social media compared to some people, but we share a lot less than others. But I don't feel I don't feel a need to share everything that I'm doing. I I very often do stuff and don't think about posting it. And if I thought about it, I still wouldn't. But Whatever, but I was like, I won't bother. And then Sherry said, right, we've got to have a photo, you know, so we can at least show our parents, because our parents, mates, friends and whatever. And yeah. and it was like, from the old days, and it was like, yeah, we definitely should. And then I thought, well, I, I said, I'll put it on Instagram, Sherry, and see if people like you. She said, oh, they won't know who I am, you know. But he is one of those people, one of those creatures that people in rugby find really interesting, because yeah. mega guy, reputation for mega strength, and then disappears. God. So it's a bit like Julian White. Mm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I went to, when I went to see um, my mate Bod. I told you about. I went to see Bod, and it was like, <clears throat> um, not the Bod, the other Bod. And 
we talk about oh, we've been on holiday or whatever, and he's gone on holiday, and he goes, yeah. He said, I know you're on holiday because you said on your pod. He likes the pod, hi pod. Um, and but he's, like, I love the fact you didn't post anything when you're out there, and it's actually had a proper holiday. And I was like, I hadn't even thought about it. I was like, I've got no need to tell people. Sometimes it's fun. Like I, I tell people where I am loads of the time, but I don't feel a need to do it all the time. Whereas my kids, like I think if they had access to Instagram, which they don't, they would want to tell people what they're doing, where they are at all times. Do you know what I mean? I also think I'm going to get robbed if I tell people I'm not there. Yeah, true. Come back and like you have, your four grills are gone. <laughs> well, yeah. My collection of my collection of Patek Philippe have been taken. Someone's from, graffitied from under the fridge. Someone's graffitied <laughs> your outdoor kitchen, drawn a massive cock on yeah. it. Yeah, kind of, kind of stuff. Um, I'll do that. Anyway, right, flats. We should get into European rugby, shouldn't we? <sighs> Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, yeah. Kickoff. Let's go through the kickoff. Hey, the penalty uh, before we start, come. please. Before we start, okay. please. Oh no, kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah, you sure. Go. Yes, that's what I meant. Are I thought you meant let's kick off, but oh, the penalty no. shootout. You meant yeah, the penalty. Not been one. There's not been one, has there since nope. Martin Williams and Tom James? Cardiff, Cardiff Rugby tweeted something like basically like about time. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And um, someone else tweeted. I think it was Ben Coles, the journalist, tweeted. Just a great day for Martin Williams, really. <laughs> Did he really? Shown, yeah, a oh, brilliant tweet. That is miss just getting uh, shown a hundred times. Put it to rest now. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, poor Ben Healy. He's a new Martin oh. Williams. Same colour hair. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Is it in the jeans? Yeah, poor bloke. Oh, poor bloke, mate. And then and you think you think on the he had a he had a kick to win it right at the end as well. I know it was in his own half. It was massive, but you know, it's just how how the game just turned completely. Like you, you know, yeah. I had a kick to win it on the eighty minutes, and then missed two, and to lose, end up winning. But I mean, those kicks, you know, you you're good. Good kickers get them, um, but it's just the pressure which affects you. It's like penalties. It's like same as football, isn't it? You know, 
most people can score a goal with penalties in practice, but when the pressure's on you, when you're kicking for qualifying for semi-final or not, it just yep. affects you completely different. I've seen Ben Healy smashing two over against the Scarlets to win, like at the yep. death. Um, but unfortunately, it wasn't his day. But how but ice what cool. What an occasion, DuPont. like. Uh, ice cool, and he's not even in good form. No. Like, he does the odd special thing, but he's not in good form, is the truth of it. And but He's the, kicking, the f- I mean. Do you know what? The, the shootout was, the shoot, his kicking was brilliant. The shootout was high drama. I'll talk about shootouts in a sec, but the crowd, mate, that mm. might be the best rugby crowd I've ever watched on telly. Like, oh my God, amazing, mate. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Imagine how... playing there for them. Peter Armani, again. What oh. a performance. Goes off after. Wins, wins a turnover, doesn't he? Five minutes out from his own line and I think he gets a knock on the shoulder and ends up going yeah. off after that. But oh, He's just he's playing against, he's immense. <clears throat> He's like, this is a different player, but he's like Stefan Armitage was when the Jackal first started becoming a thing. It was like, you know it's coming. You know he's hunting it yeah. and you still can't stop him. Like Francois Lowe. Yep. You know it's coming. You can't do anything about it. He was... He was Too good. Very good. Yep. Um, um, so, two schools of thought on the penalty shootout. Yep. It's no way to end an amazing occasion. No way to decide a rugby match is one opinion and it's not right it should be golden point in my heart I kind of feel like that mm. the other point of view is it brings in fans and in inverted commas sort of starting to hate the phrase grow the game but it, it my point I think I said on Twitter to Alikin nobody walks past a penalty shootout everybody stops and watches mm. so if I'm watching a penalty shootout and it's you know late and stone against barking in the League Nine, I don't know what I'm talking about. I would, if it was two one with a couple of penalties to go, I would watch. I would always watch it's a penalty shootout. It's drama, yeah, and that Massive. is kind of yeah. So I wonder if it's not actually the perfect way to resolve it. It's horrible you know? for whatever team goes out, but it's just compelling to watch. It you, your heart goes even when you're not even mm. you know emotionally involved with the team. Same with football. You just you hate to see a team go out like that, but. It's still something about watching it just is enthralling. It's like gambling, isn't it? I think like you get, I get the same sort of heartbeat when you go on roulette or or you're in a casino. It's just I find the same with penalty shootouts. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Toulouse obviously performed under pressure better. Uh, Entomac, that's I reckon that's probably one of the most animated I've seen him when he nailed his kick. Mm. He properly yep. put his hands in the air. Like, like Loved it, yeah. Don't often see that. You know, he's he's quite cool, you know, the way he holds himself and, you know, when he makes breaks and scores tries, but that was proper emotion coming out of him. Yep. Mm. But you're right, mate. The, the whole atmosphere in Munster was... There'd be no better place to play. I remember I was watching it with Bubs and saying, the atmosphere there, you just know, is, is electric. It's an afternoon oh. kickoff. The sun is out. Everybody's turned up. It looked amazing. That's Mate. they're the days you play rugby for. Mate. I know. I Just know. mega. Mega. Yep. Um high drama. Um we can bounce around a bit. Sale lost to Racing. Mm. Alex Arneson said that the, the the lower salary cap is harming English teams in Europe, and I don't think it was necessarily a moan. I think it was an observation and it's true. It is true. Of course it is. Of course it is. 
you know, if you've got more money, you sign more more good players. I mean, it's, it's, it's same as the Premier League. You know, like the yeah. teams that were the teams with the the biggest budgets can buy the better players. Yep, and pay people and so pay just, people more to stay. Yeah, so yep, he's right. Um, although Rassin were phenomenal, like yeah, Finn Russell Teddy just Tomer. produced. Yeah, I know, I know. They've just got players like that everywhere, though. Like Finn Russell just produced the goods. Well, let me let's talk about Finn Russell's fly hack try because yep. I I am a massive uh, one hundred and twenty three kilo Finn Russell fan. I love him. Mm. That is, I love the fact he volleyed it. That was good. That's luck. Yeah, it is. It's just it luck. Is. Of course it, it is. is. It's not. It's not magic. It's luck. No. Magic was Henry Arundel against Toulon for London Irish. Yeah, that wait, was magic. Let's, let's wait for that. Hold on. But yeah, wait for you, that. You're right. It was a little bit of luck, but he's the type of player that. Would try something like that as well. Yeah, and fortune know, favors the brave, Tommy. Di- you're not. Yeah, other players might yeah. dive on the ball or might try something else. But there is a bit of a, I, a skill to yeah. the second one, the kick ahead. Nine hundred and ninety-nine players out of a thousand would not have volleyed that. That's no. that is the difference. But after he took that decision, he got lucky. About. But I mean, yeah, he went for it. Good on him. Yeah, he did. But they're just so fast as well. Like I think it was Matt yeah. Spring scored a try. Had two options, three options. Pass on inside just ends up running round. I think it might have been. Um, it was at 15, James, maybe Luke James or someone mm. else at Sale. James. Just ghosts around the outside of him. They've got pace everywhere. Imhoff, what a player he's been for Rassin. Vakatawa, he's like that. He's a player that no one's really spoke about too much. Yeah. Um, he's a freak show too. Yeah, he came off the bench and, and was involved. But he was like, the, not the golden boy, but he was sort of, you, you, the French team at one stage were building their back line around him. Yeah. Now, yeah, no more really, um, because Gael Fiku is the man. Uh, and Jonathan Dante's so good. Yeah, Jonathan Dante plays twelve as well. But yeah, I mean, you sort of knew Rassin were going to win that. Yeah, and it it was a tough one for Sale to go to. I mean, you you got to go there and you got to be right at the top of your game with a star-studded team. Yeah, but then also there's this whole thing about. Salary cap will have an effect, and then you talk about the URC teams. So, not that they have a massive impact on Europe, but always. But Leinster, for example, surely favourites to win it. But um, they've, it's like they, 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 the rest they get, the rest periods they get, resting lads a couple of weeks before. You know, they went to South Africa for a couple of weeks. Leinster didn't they? And yep. took a, they said, well, it doesn't like matter. We're taking two weeks. We're, yeah, we're taking academy kids and second team players. Yep, and we're leaving lads at, lads at home. So got beaten twice, mind, but the manner. Yeah, but they got a couple of bo- got a couple of losing bonus points, and they're okay with that. It's all they really needed to stay where they were, and they're okay with that. And it's like it as soon as you say these things, you're a bleating English. No, not at all. If you know, if the salary cap was three million quid higher, three and a half million quid higher, so not a long way off double. Well, no, it is a long way off double. Three and a half million quid higher. And you had the opportunity to rest your top players for the week or two leading into big European games. You are just more likely to win consistently. It's the way it is. But I just wonder if the English response will be to start doing what... I mean, people keep saying the French don't take Europe seriously, but look who's in all the quarterfinals and semifinals. They take it seriously. But they are... are Will English teams start prioritising the premiership? That's got to be a worry if they're just getting battered the whole time. But it's never been part of the lexicon here. It's never been part of the 
conversation. It's just not no. an option for English teams to do that. So I don't think they will. Um, it's like the Premier League and football, isn't it? You know, that is taken very seriously, winning the Premier League. I know Europe is, is big, but the Premier League is mm. so big around the world yep. that that is sort of first and then maybe internationally second. I Maybe, I don't know. But you hope rugby doesn't become like that because European rugby has been... You know, we had some great competitions since it first started. That was in like 1996, I think, when Toulouse won it. Mm-hmm. But I, I hope you know it doesn't become like a second, not a second tier competition, but you know, like what you're saying there, that Gallagher teams all of a sudden start putting weakened teams in because their mission is to finish higher and to rest people for the league. Yeah, and you know, Saris are. Storming it, storming it in the Challenge Cup, and they they'll be in the Champions Cup next year. And mm. I mean, they're, they're a team that you feel like could win it, but then you look at Leinster and you think, well, no one else could win it at that stage at this stage. But uh, yeah, I, it's just, it's an interesting conversation to keep your eye on. But yeah. I, I, I absolutely I think that I think still think England English teams will go full bore at Europe, and I absolutely believe that reduction of the salary cap was the right decision. Um, yeah, so it's it's how you control it. I, in- I think. In France, though, isn't it? Really, yeah. in European rugby. I mean, it's different in league rugby, but until they come under the same cap as English teams, then they're, they're just going to have... I mean, can you have a salary cap for domestic rugby and then a, another salary cap for European rugby? Or just well, squad, just your squad? Yeah, but then yeah. you've got so many lads who just can't play for yeah. big portions of the year and it's terrible investment. You're yeah. back, and you're back to losing millions again. And yeah. you can't have... As far as I'm aware, I could be wrong here. Tweet us, tweet us, tweet me if I am. But you can't have a strict wage salary cap in the URC because you've got different currencies, different unions, all that sort of stuff. And it's you, like, you well, can country wise, yeah. So Wales, con- and country by country. But then, yeah. then you've got a mini Europe, haven't you? Almost. Yeah. You've got well, South Africa's, South Africa's wage cap is half what Ireland's is, so mm. they're going to get battered the whole time. So then that's not fair. So you've got you've got salary caps and you've basically got advantages and disadvantages within each little mini competition. Mm. It's kind of, it's, yeah, it, it's interesting, Tom. It is. It, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win, but you've got more money. So you've got less of excuse and more of a chance to, to buy and pay better players. Um, Leinster, Leicester. You just knew when Leinster went 20 points up, that was it. <laughs> yep. Gone. Yep. Gone. Yeah. I thought, I'm not sure who tackled, Josh van der Fleer uh, for his try but he, he like rocked him to start with but he rode it so well it might have been Harry Potter yeah you know it's off the back of a line out and he hits van der Fleer and he hits him really well and you think he's got him he's got him but he just does enough to wriggle out and just get over it was like if Harry Potter just chased a little bit more with his legs he would have he would have Finished hit him off and stuck, but it was a it was a nice try from him. Does well to wriggle out and use momentum, get over. Jameson Gibson Park was phenomenal. Was excellent. Was brilliant all the yeah. way through that. The speed he's playing at is crazy at the moment. Yeah, it is. How fit he is as well because yeah. he's hitting every breakdown. He's passing the ball from every breakdown. He's there straight away. He doesn't really have to look for the ball because Leinster's work is so good in the breakdown. So everything's there. Is on a plate for him. He whips it away. He's not really thinking too much about having to go himself. He just keeps the pace of the game going and makes good decisions. Really nice turnover from him as well, which you don't probably see too much from him. But mm. 
easily the best scrum half in Ireland at the moment. Yep. I'd say by a long way. Robbie Henshaw smashes over for a try. The penalty advantage, but just hits a brilliant angle, goes right for Ford. And, you know, if you've got a, if you've got a big lump like Henshaw, he's going to get his shoulders through that easily. Yep. Um they're very impressive. Leicester were much better in the second half, but it they was, were. But it, it was, was a bit too late. late never wasn't felt it? like Leinster weren't going to win. Nope. No, no. Uh, what, what a ball from Ford though for Ashton's try. Yeah, like, that's a thing of beauty. Like, yep. Just inch perfect, millimeter perfect. Allows Ashton to get on the outside. Doesn't check him. You know, he can drift with the pass. He fires it across. It was delightful to watch, but it was delightful. He is delightful to watch at times. Just yep, Let's a couple of times you strong. saw, you saw like in basic terms, you saw Tigers leather the ball mm. and Leinster catch it. And I just thought, I don't know, I just don't know. I remember playing against Leicester and they had Jordan Murphy, and I can't remember who was on the wings, but they had Jordan Murphy, who was just amazing. And we had this tactic seemingly during the game that I didn't really know we we're going to play with, which was kick the ball long. Yeah. And it was like, somebody, shout, turn around, it's like, could we stop kicking it to Jordan Murphy, please? Yeah. Because he's just causing problems. Like, why, do, why don't we stop kicking it to him? And it was, shut up, would you know what you're talking about? All right, yeah. well, you have the team debrief, and it was like, right, why do we keep kicking it to Jordan Murphy? Because um, he's great was, at I mean, counter-attacking. And he's yeah, it was like, let's, let's, let's not kick him the ball. And, yeah. Um, and then I remember, I can't remember quite, but we played against him again a few weeks later, and Ollie Barkley hadn't played in the first one. He played in the second one. And his kicking was amazing. Mm. And in the build-up to the game, he's like, yeah, we're just... He goes, well, they've got their back three is amazing, so let's just not give them the ball. Yeah. Just stop giving the ball and let's, let's not do that. And we beat them and it was like, yeah. Let's have 99% possession like Man City versus Newcastle in the second half. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, amazing. I mean, but Le- Leinster look just... Yeah. They're just fantastic, aren't they? You run out of superlatives, really. Yeah, I think their favourites... Well, I don't know. I think they are. La Rochelle... Toulouse don't look great to me. No, but La Rochelle, La Rochelle are a lovely team. Montpellier. Rassin look good. Ah, there's some quality teams left in Europe. Um, now, Le- you were Leicester at... for me, boy. Yeah, it's difficult to look past them. You were at the Toulon, London Irish game. Yeah, who, really were you, who were you with? Who was... Jamie Lyle. Place? Jamie Lyle. Now, and Ross Harris was the, TV, was the TV presenter. What did it? What did it? Um, do you have a nice chat with Ross? Yeah, nice. We only, we only met each other sort of at the ground because he... We stayed in separate cities, boy, but he had a he had a travel nightmare. Good. Oh, mate! Can't wait to hear from that. <laughs> it was. It sounded horrific. I'd have gone home. Mm. I'd have gone home. I really would. Well, talk us through the highlight of this game, mate. So, as someone said to me on Twitter, or someone said on Twitter, yeah, but he'd only just come on, so he was fresh. Okay, let's look for the negatives. <laughs> okay, we'll put that in brackets. When it's given try of the season, shall we? There was a kick earlier from Paddy Jackson that he missed that he really should have got. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I I wanted to say so at the time, but the game moved on quite quickly. And I, I thought, I'm not going to go back to it in co-coms because then it's like I'm trying to stick the needle in for a missed kick. And I, I do not like, I'm not blaming a kicker, like, because I wouldn't want to kick. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. And he's been wonderful for Irish as Paddy Jackson. But, um, it's a kick that he really should have got. And I wouldn't I couldn't have got it, but he should have got it. And I remember thinking as he did it, as he missed it, that could be really important that. Um, because Toulon have got some big old lumps that look like they might get a bit tired. <clears throat> and 
that kind of happened. And then Harry, Henry, sorry, Arundel, he's a Bath boy, believe it or not, mm. um, came on and scored a try from his own line, mm. which Nick Phipps did very well to get the ball away because yeah. Gavin Villiers was flying after him. Imagine that was called back for forward. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> But it was it was the um, as soon as he got the ball he was gone he was going for it it was the pace the swerve but it was the footwork twice to stitch up defenders oh. at speed twice and the the strength to maintain that speed was <clears throat> amazing as Adam Hathaway um, the legendary journalist said should have gone under the post he said it ironically why don't you go under the post mate um, and but the kick it was a really difficult kick for Paddy Jackson which he duly missed which would have made all the difference, of course. Um, but it just got me thinking. It got me thinking about the kick a few minutes earlier. But anyway, that, that's kind of not the point. But the try was absolutely stunning. When I absolutely first saw him running, I thought, stunning. what is a hooker doing back there? Quadzilla. The kick? Yeah. Mate, the quads were like John Rudd, weren't they? Yep. Um, yeah, Ruddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the pace, being able to maintain that pace for a long period, you know, because a lot of people are sharp. A lot of backs are sharp for 30 40 meters then the old fridge comes on but he maintains it for 100 meters and that second bit of footwork was the best bit you know just to stitch up whoever was at 15 i think it was um that last bit of in and out completely did him and then he's pulling away from the 15 as well and goes on under the corner and part of i think is his threat is not easy fast but his legs are big and he looks big and sometimes I think players will have a little second thought about oof this is going to hurt you know if you go in hard so they don't always want to take him on head on um, not like tackling Manu or, or player like that you know big lump you sort of hang off him a little bit and try and make an easier tackle a tackle that's not going to hurt because the collision is going to be big because he's a powerful unit but it was like Christian Cullen wasn't it it was that level of try yeah it was stunning and it was in total metres run it was 119 metres by the way yeah that's serious man that's serious wow that's huge yeah so he's a he's a rare talent and um, I mean you know it's easy it's easy to say from here but I'm saying it I'd get him on the tour to Australia in the summer England got three test tour of Australia get him out there get him playing there was no zigzagging was there when he's getting Max Malin's in him and someone else. Max Malin's him and Jack Noel, if he's fit, he might not be fit, don't know. What a back three, mate. Get him in. It was the highlight of the week for me, the weekend. Yep. Was that try. I know there's some great rugby yep. played, but you don't see tries like that scored very often. And also, Charles Olivon, been out with the skip of mm. the French, you know, the other lad, big fella. Mate. How athletic, mate. How fast. Mate. How big, I don't powerful. think I've seen many blokes in the flesh that, more attractive to more people than him. I said, standing with Ross Harris, I said, Ross Harris, sorry. I said, there is no one, I don't think there is anyone, male or female, on earth, who wouldn't find him attractive or acknowledge that he is extremely physically attractive. Mm. Like, he's got everything, mate. Mm. He's perfect. And I've started not to like him. I really liked him before. Yeah, and then, you know, sort of, you've got the other side of the scale. Sort of me and Bernard Jackman, haven't you? <laughs> I think Bernard Jackman's a decent looking bloke. Eyelashes in the flesh, that's the difference. Eyelashes that's everywhere. The difference. Like, 
Then you got right. me and Vin Diesel in the middle. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. Hey, Flatty, um, uh, I'm off to Tinsy's golf day. Thursday, oh, well Friday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the Belfry? Be yeah, it's at the Belfry. Just had the British Masters. Well, you loved that, weren't you? So. Yeah. You loved that. Yeah, it'll be good. Quite a night in the library. Not. Oh, well um, done, fella. I'm off up to Wasps tomorrow. Oh, nice. Near end of season dinner with Kirsty Gallagher, actually. Oh. Yeah. Well done, you. Mel Dean going to be there filming it? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Come on, Christy. Come on. Dean, mate. Come on, get down. Harder. Don't take the piss out of Mel Dean, mate. Hard bloke. Oh, don't take the pit. You'll have him. Fight you think him. have him. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then I've got Alan Partridge next week in the motor point in Cardiff. So, a couple of nice weeks. What do you've got Alan Partridge? I'm going to watch him. He's on tour. He's got a show. Moment. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's flying around. He was in Ireland last week. I think. I'm not sure where he is. He's in UK now. And he's coming to Cardiff next week. Presumably so. he's in a Rover. Um, I'm not driving a mini metro. I just talk over you. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah. Look, I'm, I'm going. Excited. I'm going back to Toulon. Okay, I'm going to see if Simon Shaw fancies a coffee because I feel bad about last weekend. Mm. He wouldn't have fit where we were anyway. He's too big. He would. We barely. Sherry and I barely fit. Um, in there to be honest. I mean, big shot, big Shaw spray wouldn't have fit in there. Come on, nah, especially with the size of his jeans as well and his loafers and black shirt. Yeah, exactly it, mate. It wouldn't have fit in there. It wouldn't look right. Um, big big day today, Tommy, because I've got a quote coming in this afternoon to have our windows oh, um, restored a bit and draft proof. Finally, we can put that to bed and move on. Mate, uh, it's been occupying my mind for months and months mm. and months. But and when you're a property quote, tycoon like yourself, mate, that's the issue you've got to deal with. No. Um, I worked out that the first quote, the first quote we got, you can get a Range Rover. This is mad because the, the, you've been to the house. It's not a giant house, right? There aren't that many windows. Four floors. The first quote we got. You, huh? Four floors. It's like Orchard Towers in Singapore. The rest. Um, it's, it was basically, I worked out that you could get a Range Rover for, I mean, there are not that many windows. So it's it's a crazy quote. A Range mm. Rover for £20,000 less than we got quoted to do our windows. Oh, wow. <laughs> not a Vogue, not a big Range Rover, but, a diff- but I was like, right, this is... We and that's what I rang him and I was like, mate, what? He said, well, I've got to give you worst case scenario. I was like, mate, you can't you can't quote three thousand pounds for a window that takes half a day. Jethro's said, dead you, as well, mate. Who is he said we do two windows a day, two windows a day. I said, so it's half a day per window. Mm. I said, mate, it's that's three. I said it's six grand a day for two mm. windows. Well, that's worst case scenario, Dave. I said, what's the best case scenario? And the best case scenario was half that. I said, this is mental. It's three grand a day. This is mental. Mm. Who are you? Anyway, he said, well, I know him. He's a good bloke. And he's he's very rich. And I said, when can you start? And he said, September. <laughs> People yeah. are paying him, mate. Yeah. Oh, well. He's working. So Jesus Christ. Does Craig Doyle come and do the windows or does he just yep. sell them? Doyle. He did. Ugh, nightmare. I went straight to him. I said, do you want, I said, you could do me a window. I went on the Everest website yeah. and they don't do the windows that are oh. in my house. And I can't, I can't, I'm not allowed to replace my windows for one, not allowed unless it's emergency measure or beyond repair. And they don't do these sash windows, I'm afraid. They don't oh, do I'm them. looking forward to them being done so we can, we can move on. 
they will look exactly the same. Yeah. That's the worst bit. Unseen cost. Well. Don't want to talk about it. Make the heat. I brought it up. Oh, I brought it up. Make the heat better. Anyway, right. I brought it up. Uh, you have oh, I've got, no, I've got news. I've got a little bit uh, of news. Well. Sorry. Um, I have... I haven't had I haven't had it for three and a half years and I've just ordered it. Sky Syphilis. TV. Oh sorry. What did you say? Syphilis. <laughs> I've ordered it. I've ordered Syphilis. Oh, I've ordered Sky well TV. Done. I've got it done. Well it. done. Did you go for glass? Nope. Oh. Okay. I've ordered myself a new telly, a couple of new tellies as well, but I don't want to go on about it. Nice. But tellies are not as expensive as they used to be. Nope. I've ordered for a little like the little bit in the, down by the kitchen, that the little the little sofa bit down by the kitchen. You've seen it. Not yeah, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. No, not second kitchen. Sorry. Um I've ordered a little there's only a certain space. I've ordered a forty three inch or something or a forty oh, yeah. inch or it something. Sounds tiny space. <laughs> no, I th- I might be wrong because it's you can't yeah, there's, there's like an alcove where your shelves are, and that's it has to sit on this shelf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I might be wrong. I might it might be smaller than that. I can't remember. But I'm like, that's the it's a it's like a Samsung TV, mm. and it's it's in the two hundreds mm. of pounds. Mm. Like, this is mad. This is mental, Gareth. So but I banged, in, banged need, in a bigger one as well. You need to get a couple of boxes to go with them so you can watch multi room. Got that. Yeah. Well done. Got that. Well done. That's all you need, mate. Sorted now, and you've got all the apps on Sky as well. So you've got Amazon Prime on there, you've got Netflix on there. So you don't need to be messing around with smart TVs. It's all, it's all there. It's all there. Disney, and you get. Uh, so I pay whatever I pay for Netflix. Yep. But when you have Sky, get it through Sky cheaper, and it's a fiver yep. for everything. Yep. Yep. It's good. Well done, mate. Looking forward to that. I'm, re- I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I, mate. I, I don't need anything in life apart from. Um, a room, a TV, and a skybox, and I'm happy. That's all I need. Yeah. yeah. All right, our kid. Well done, boy. Hey, well done, everyone. Yeah. Um, speak to you next week. Good luck, everyone. Um, and enjoy your uh, trip to Toulon to see Shawsy again. All right. What are you doing this weekend? Are you working? Mm, no, I don't think there's any games on. There's. Oh, lucky you. Is it European rugby? What, what's on this weekend? European semis. Yeah, semis. So I don't think there's any... There might be a couple of games on, but I'm not... Look, good luck to you, okay? I'm not working. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about now. Goodbye, mate. Up oh, yours, bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.